Super Talk Mississippi media production. So let's go a little further down the uh, the pipeline here on Dak Prescott here and on the Welcome Home Beef Hotline. We'll welcome John Machota from The Athletic, covers the Cowboys, has been covering them for a long, long time. We had you on this podcast, I went back and looked, it was a year ago in May, and you were adamant in your, your statement that Dak Prescott was the future of the Dallas Cowboys. He was the franchise quarterback. He would get a long-term deal. As we sit here, you know, some 14 months later, do you still believe that? I, I really do. I mean, the, the Cowboys have made him contract offers. They just haven't met what he's looking for. But they've reached a threshold that, I mean, heck, they wouldn't even have given him that exclusive rights franchise tag if it wasn't going to be a situation where they wanted him here long term. They would just be like, well, let's just play this out with a franchise tag for another year, and we'll see where we're at from there. But no, I, I don't get I don't get any impression that he's not still. Their, in their plans as their quarterback, not only for this season, but well into the future. It's just a matter of getting the deal done, and it could get done as soon as next week, right before that July 15th deadline. Uh, you know, as I'm sure we'll talk about, Patrick Mahomes' deal, I think, helps that accelerate things a little bit. Not that I think his deal is going to come anywhere close to matching that, but just the sense of, if nothing more, just because of the crazy times we're in right now with the, with the coronavirus and the uncertainty for this upcoming season, I was kind of thinking that there just really wouldn't be any new business anytime soon uh, between clubs and players just because I felt like most teams would want to kind of sit back and see the way this upcoming season unfolds, whether it be fans in the stands, if they have a season, if they have a full season, if they, you know, there's just so much uncertainty. And so to see the Chiefs come out there and Patrick Mahomes come out there and just, you know, knock this thing out of the park uh, on a 10-year deal that could be worth up to over $500 million, uh, that surprised me. I did not. I did not expect that right now. But you know, the guy's coming up winning the Super Bowl. They obviously want him there. He, you know, he's as good as any player, if not the best player in the league right now. So it makes sense. But you know, like a deal like that will have an impact on Dak's contract. But no, I, I don't look at this as being anything that, even though he's still franchise tag technically right now, even if he has to play through the season on the franchise tag, I still think that they ultimately find a way to keep him because not only is he their best option, but I just I, they believe that his best ball is still ahead of him. So you sort of hit on it there. You know, July 15th is the deadline. If, if Dak doesn't sign a long-term deal by then, he'll play on this one-year tender at $31 million and some change. Do you believe – you said you think it, that the Mahomes deal might have accelerated that. Do you think this deal is going to get done in the next week or we're going to drag this out another year? <laughs> so I, I, I wish I could hold up a graph of just the way I felt about this because uh, I would say two or three weeks ago, I was at, ah, maybe it's 50-50. But then as the last couple of weeks went by, I was like, I'm down to like maybe 15% chance it gets done. And now I say I'm back up to 20 25% chance that I think that they can get it done, uh, you know, before this deadline on July 15th. Because the, I kind of, the way I look at it is, so you, you know the floor already is kind of what, right in that neighborhood of Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, what those deals were. Same draft class as Dak, obviously. But those guys did have fifth-year options there, first-round picks. Dak being a fourth-rounder didn't have that. So not completely apples to apples, but that's a good barometer for he's going to get more than those guys because their contracts were done last year. Like, this thing keeps going up. So you know what the floor is, and now we know what the ceiling is because he's not getting Patrick Mahomes' money, and he's not going to get it. He's not going to sign a 10-year deal anyway. I mean, that one of the big hang-ups right now is that the Cowboys want five years. He wanted to only do four. I, if, if a deal gets done by July 15th, I still think it, it comes down to – the Cowboys giving in a little bit and being fine with, with only doing four years. But in terms of the average on the contract, I, I don't see why now it's not in that $37, $38 million per year range. I mean, even if they, you know, 
were to franchise tag him again next year because they couldn't sign him, I mean, you're already going to be in that, that range anyway. So um, might as well get him locked up for the next four years and then also have some wiggle room because you'll have him under contract. You can move some of that money around and, and potentially be able to sign some other pieces and things like that. But, I mean, any way we look at it, I mean, he's not coming. He's not signing for a bargain. If he would have done, if he was going to do that, he would have done that already. So, you know, that's not happening. So I would say right now it looks like it's going to come in somewhere behind, you know, behind Mahomes but above where, you know, Wentz and Goff were. You kind of hit on this just a little bit there, John, but, you know, the, all the reporting has been that, that Dak wants the four-year deal, Cowboys want the five-year deal. I, I guess from the Cowboys' side, why would they not just re- – because from an average per year or whatever, it kind of seems like whether it's four or five years, it's going to be about the same average per year anyway. Why would the Cowboys not just say, you know what, four years is fine? Like, why, why, is it, why are the Cowboys kind of hung up on, on making this a five-year deal? I think it's because they want it. It's one of those deals where they, that's just what they've wanted to do. They want the extra year. That's what they did with Ezekiel Elliott. That's what they did with Amari Cooper. I mean, they want those longer deals because they want to control the player for longer. And the player wants to get out there, and they want to get back out to free agency. I mean, that's why you know the Chiefs are probably thrilled. Yeah, it's a lot of money, but they're thrilled that they have you know Patrick Mahomes for 10 more years. I mean, you know, the Cowboys would like to have, have Dak for a, a long time, but... I think that he wants to get back out to the market, you know, like, you know, get get whatever number he can get now. And, and as we see, you know, this year is going to be an outlier because, you know, because of COVID-19, we don't know how much money that these teams are going to be bringing in with revenue. I mean, a huge chunk of that for teams specifically like the Cowboys is their fans in the stadium. I mean, it's crazy how much money they make off of that. Um, and so if you don't have fans in the stands, that's going to take a hit in, across the league. And so that'll hurt your salary cap for a year. But, after the, after, if they get back to normal, like it, it's projected to be next year at this time, and then years after that, the cap is going to continue to go up like it has been going up for over the last decade. And, and the TV deal money that comes in there, it's going to keep going higher and higher. And so if you're Dak Prescott, you want to get a chance to get back out there and get another brand-new piece of the pie that's even bigger than the one you had before because, you know, Dak Prescott believes he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And so and the other thing that helps him is that he believes that he's got the pieces around him, you know, to continue to play on that level. I mean, he still has uh, several primetime offensive linemen. He has Ezekiel Elliott under contract. He has Amari Cooper under contract. And the team just drafted C.D. Lamb. So it's like he's in a great situation with offensive weapons. Like, you know, I can see why a guy like that would want to bet on himself. He's in a, he's in a great situation. So um, that, I think that's the biggest reason is the Cowboys would prefer that they would have his control longer. Dak wants to get back out there and, and, and get that free agency money again four years from now. Yeah. What do you think Dak can command as a free agent on the open market? It's tough because you look at this offseason, this is this was a wild offseason for, for quarterbacks just because of the veterans, whether, you know, I mean, all the way up from Tom Brady down to, you know, Jameis Winston and Cam Newton. Like, there was some available guys there. Another, I mean, hitting on that too real quick, that's another example of how the Cowboys didn't believe in Dak Prescott. Be like, hey, go test, go test the free agent waters, and if he signs somewhere else in this huge deal, then they go out and they sign Jameis Winston or, or Cam Newton or they make Andy Dalton their their, their starter. And, and granted, you know, people wouldn't feel as confident, I guess, about that as they, they would about Dak. But if they were questioning if Dak was the guy or not, this was a great offseason to do that in. And so um, it's interesting. It, I, I think it all depends on, like, what openings are there, like what teams are looking for a quarterback at that time. And if it's a team that, let's say, you know, has all the other pieces in, in place, has a really good defense, you know, has, has, has a pretty good offensive line, some receiving options. They just think that all they need is that leader, that quarterback to take them over the top. 
then, yeah, maybe he can get more money from another team. I will say this, though. I don't know that that other team he'll be able to make as much money off the field as he makes from the Cowboys. So there will be a little bit of a trade-off there, you know. Um, and then, you know, I don't know how the state income taxes are for those other, you know, states where he'd be playing in. So you got to factor that in, too, uh, with, with Texas not having that. So, um, yeah, I don't think any other team would have came. Let's say if he was a free agent right now for this offseason, I don't think any team would have came in there and gave him $40 million a year. I don't think we would have made that. But I think he would have probably gotten – Maybe similar to what the Cowboys are going to have to pay him, you know, like I said, between you know thirty six, thirty eight million dollars a year. In this state, you know, the perception of Dak Prescott is always going to be split because there are Ole Miss fans who it doesn't matter if Dak Prescott wins six Super Bowls, they just don't like the guy. I get that, but nationally, I mean, whenever there's Dak Prescott news on social media, you know, wherever you look, there's a lot of people who are just down on Dak Prescott for whatever reason. Why do you think the perception of Dak is? is lower than what, when you look at his stats, and when you look at his advanced stats especially, would, would lead you to believe? I think one of the big things is that they don't see the natural, like, arm talent that you see in some of these other, like, the high round. Like the, I mean, that's why he falls to the fourth round. That's why he doesn't go in the first round, like, uh, you know, like a Matthew Stafford or, you know, like even like Goff and Wentz and things like that, guys like that, you know, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, guys with the big arms and things like that, even though if you look at the stats, I mean, he's a pretty good deep ball thrower. But um, I think that that's part of it. And then the other thing is that he's the Cowboys quarterback, and a lot of people, there's really no middle ground with the Cowboys. There's, I've never come across somebody that said, eh, I kind of like the Cowboys. They're all right. It's either, man, I love the Cowboys, or it's like, man, I root against the Cowboys all the time. I can't stand them. And so that's a factor, too. And those are the two biggest things with me because, like, the perception of him as a person I don't understand how it, how it could be negative. I mean, I don't know how you could handle yourself much better than Dak Prescott handles himself. I mean, he always seems to say the right thing. Uh, I can tell you from a media standpoint, everybody enjoys him here. There's not one person that covers the team that does not like Dak Prescott, and I'm sure uh, it's the same way in Starkville. I guarantee you there's nobody there that was like, man, you know, he was kind of full of himself. I really didn't like talking to that guy. He's just <laughs> super cool guy. And then the other thing is, is it's just like, and, and, and really, to be honest with you, people listen to this, who cares what the media thinks? But still, like, it's just a yeah. part of it because I get to see that on more of a day-to-day basis. But the most important thing is the teammates. And all of his teammates, like, love him. They all play for him. I mean, I mean, it, you could argue that that's his greatest trait is his leadership. And that's why I mentioned him as a guy that, like, I could really see if he went to, like, free agency and there was a team that, let's say, they had all the other pieces. And they were like, we just don't have, like, this face of the franchise type, like, leader type guy, like, we need that guy, and, 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 you know, I don't think we're going to get that out of, out of this draft and how many free agents are, and then all of a sudden Dak becomes available and it just puts him over the top, you know. So um, that would be interesting, again, depending on what teams are available there. But I just – there just isn't a lot of negative things to say about the guy. So I, when, I, when I hear that, and, and I know what you guys are talking about when people are critical of him, I, I just point to him being the quarterback of the Cowboys. And, and one of the big things that feeds into that is that even when there's no news with the Cowboys, there's news with the Cowboys. Just turn on any of your of your favorite cable sports stations, and the Cowboys are always being talked about, even when there's absolutely nothing going on. And so he's such a lightning rod. It, it's going to be fascinating if he signs his deal next week because it's not going to be for as much as Patrick Mahomes. And I'm going to tell you right now, the way it's going to be talked about and covered will be every bit Patrick Mahomes, if not more, just because everyone's going to have an opinion on it. Yeah, I definitely uh, agree with that, So. John Machado, man, great to catch up with you. Good talking to you. You can check his uh, coverage on The Athletic for the Cowboys. If you're not a subscriber to The Athletic, you darn well should be. Best sports writing you can get, you get your hands on. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate your time.
Anytime, guys. I enjoyed it. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.